0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio Network.
1: And it's that time again, the gathering of animal lovers from all across the country for Animal Radio. And their pets. Yeah, get your pets near the radio.
2: They like this stuff, too. Yeah, I'm sure they're listening.
1: It's uh, almost Halloween. Are you going to dress up with your cat, dog, bird? (laughs) ferret and go out trick-or-treating. Yeah, your horse. (laughs) What about you, Judy? Are you going to? I
2: I wasn't going to dress up, but I was thinking about dressing up some of the studio cats. We have an angel costume and a devil costume, and then putting them in one of those strollers and pushing them around the neighborhood.
1: Getting the candy. That's why I would do it. Hey, on today's show, NBC's Biggest Loser trainer, Jillian Michaels, joins us again. She has the winners from the, the pet version of The Biggest Loser. Wow. Remember, we spoke to her a few months back. Yes, we did. Also, looking for your horror stories. Once again, if they're cat horror stories, we're getting you qualified to pick up on an automatic litter, one of these scoop-free automatic litters, not just any automatic litter. And uh, Animal Planet's Anne-Marie Lucas from Animal Precinct, she's going to be joining us. But first, I've been given Jillian Michaels' number. I understand she's traveling, so we're calling her up. Hi, Jillian! Hey! How you doing?
3: I'm good, how are you? Very good. Where are you? Uh, I'm on my way home, so I'm sort of waiting for a car and getting ready to go to the airport.
1: Ooh, okay, so in that in-between place right now. now kind of. I think it was probably about four or five months ago we spoke to you about uh, the, uh, the Biggest Loser contest with the dogs and the cats, and... Yeah! Yeah! I guess you have results? Yes, we have
3: results, we have winners, it's amazing.
1: What what happened? Tell it, can you tell me?
3: Okay, of course. <laughs> of course. Yes. Um basically what happened was uh we had regional uh finalists uh-huh. from all over the country and we had um two cats and four dogs come out to New York. And compete to be the, the number one uh, fit dog the number one fit cat And we had, um, we had one dog our winner, Milo Who uh, was a rescued Minpin, Lost 50% of his body weight He went from, over 50% actually He went from 22, pound, 22 and a half pounds To 10 and a half pounds Is that healthy? Wow To, to, to be that obese?
1: No. Well, no, no Yeah, he lost a lot of weight there In, in a short amount of time though but I
3: guess... I, well, not actually that short amount of time, but that's actually a myth. The whole rapid weight loss thing, being unhealthy, is actually a total. There's no scientific evidence to suggest that there's truth to that.
2: Really? Especially
3: when it's done with proper diet and exercise. In fact, I, I'm famous for that. And, you know, the contestants that I worked with on Biggest Loser were dropping 100 pounds in eight weeks. And wow. And they've never been healthier. So only if it's done through starvation that you get into trouble.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, so Milo, uh, was Milo the winner?
3: Milo was the number one dog, and Pumpkin was the number one cat.
1: Oh, and how much did Pumpkin lose?
3: Uh, I believe Pumpkin lost 12 pounds, mm. and um, I think Pumpkin was 30 pounds, and wow. Pumpkin's now like 15 pounds. There's a couple more to go.
2: Wow.
1: Last time we spoke, <laughs> I gave <laughs> oh, you trouble sorry. about this, uh, and I didn't think you'd ever call me again, but uh, what about your dog?
3: Baxter. Yeah, so he he's great. He Brady lost, uh, he lost two point six pounds. Okay, uh-huh. he was he was eleven pounds, and we wanted him to be eight, so he's eight point four right now. Mm-hmm. Woohoo. Very good. I know, very
2: excited. He looks very stout and do, trim. You can't call him Fat Baxter anymore, huh? I
3: know, I know. I I gotta come up with a new
2: name. I'm I'm working on it.
1: <laughs> well, do you know is there a website where we can see pictures of the animal Biggest Losers?
3: Yeah, it's PetFit dot com.
1: What was that? Petsit.com?
3: petfit.com.
1: Pet fit. Oh, petfit.com. Okay. And, of course, we'll put that URL here at Animal Radio. Well, we'll let you get on with your daily travels there. Thanks so much for spending time with us again, Jillian.
2: Well, oh, thank you.
1: We'll talk to you soon.
2: Okay, bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Jillian Michaels from NBC's Biggest Loser, the trainer. She's multi-talented. She's like my sister. She reminds me of my sister. We have that sort of relationship.
2: Can you believe a cat that was 30 pounds? That's a
1: big cat. Wow. Try finding a a Halloween costume for a 30-pound cat. (laughs) it will be tough to do. Hey, we're looking for your horror stories today, as we have been the last month, uh, well, a couple of weeks, and will be for the next couple of weeks. Uh, I just, I'm thrilled with their horror stories, especially the ones that turn out great. And yeah. that's the, the ones we want to hear. We want to hear maybe how your cat lost one of his nine lives, but everything turned out. Not the ninth live. I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> or maybe how your dog got into a close scrape or something like that. And a scoop-free automatic litter up for grabs today for... Uh...
2: Well, you don't want to miss out on that.
1: Yeah, you, you actually use those around the studio. Yes, I do. You no swear more scooping. By yes. You, uh, what, every month you have to change a cartridge, every and that's month. about it?
2: Well, yeah, and I used to have to do it on a daily basis, change the litter and scoop it, and now I don't have to do anything. I don't have to touch it's it. It's easy. Load it, leave it, and love it.
1: Being a cat guardian is easy once again. one
2: 405
1: 8405 for those uh, uh, horror stories. Also, if you want to talk to Joy Turner, our animal communicator, talk to your pet via Joy Turner a one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 8405 still on the way from uh Animal Planet's uh Animal Precinct you know that show my yes. favorite Anne Marie Lu- Lucas
2: uh, <laughs> yeah you got pictures all over yeah i get a little
1: uh, stuttery <laughs> Around her pictures for some reason. Anyway. One eight six six four oh five eight four oh five. Looking for your horror stories uh, for your cat or your dog. If you have a cat and it's a great horror story, Upper grabs a scoop free automatic litter. Hi, who's this? This is Camel. Hi, Camille. Is Camille
4: your name? Camille. Camille,
1: yes. okay. Where are you calling from?
4: I'm calling from Saint George, Utah.
1: Oh, listening on what station? On 106.1. Okay, I know we're on four different stations in, in St. Georgia. Forgive me for not knowing the call letters. Thank you so much for listening. What can we do for you today?
4: Well, I have a dog story.
1: A dog, a dog horror story?
4: Uh-huh, okay. yeah. Okay, Okay. so one day, like my dog, she really likes to chase Animals and kind of Chase things around The backyard Yeah uh-huh. Well one day She just starts Barking really loud And we're like What's going on uh-huh. So we look out The window And she has This skunk Cornered Oh um, no <laughs> So yeah it, Oh this is bad She's What's just her name staring sk- Her name is Mugs
1: Okay Mugs has a skunk
4: so she's staring at the skunk, and the skunk's just staring back at her like, you know, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So she goes, and all of a sudden, the skunk just sprays her. Oh, no. And right after she gets sprayed, she uh-huh. runs in the house. <laughs> so oh. the whole house just smelled like a skunk for weeks. Oh, it was no. so bad. And I mean, we did everything we could to get it off a of mug, but it wouldn't come off of her. And, oh, it was horrible.
1: <laughs> you had to clean furniture and stuff, carpet?
4: Yeah, and it was funny because, like, we had friends come over, and they're like, what the heck happened to your house? And we're like, oh, Muggs got sprayed by a skunk. Like, no one wanted to come over
2: for, like, three weeks.
4: <laughs> what, kind of,
2: clear. what kind of a dog is Muggs? She's
4: a boxer-greyhound mix. We actually adopted her from a um, pet shelter in Las Vegas, when oh, she was just a baby. Well, now so. does, she,
1: does she still play with skunks?
4: Oh, I bet she does. She just doesn't get sprayed, I hope.
1: <laughs> Are you going to take Muggs out trick-or-treating?
4: Oh, she would love it. She could be, uh, probably like a police officer. <laughs> a
1: police officer. dog. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to send Muggs uh, a toy or something for that story there, okay? Awesome, thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Animal Radio. Hold on one second. Your horror stories, one 405 8405 right now. And if you don't want to call in with those horror stories, you can actually go to our website at animalradio.com and look for the scoop-free pink icon right in the middle of the front page. Click on that, and that will take you to a page to enter your horror story. Judy, are you ready for the. Uh, probably one of the top biophiliacs of them all is on the phone with us.
2: That sounds like a
1: dirty word. It, 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 it does, I but don't know uh, if I like
2: that word. What does it mean?
1: Cheryl Walker on the phone. Hi, Cheryl. How are you doing? Hi, how are you guys doing today? Doing good. We're calling you in Marion, Indiana? Yes. And you have been, what, camping out in your shelter there for, uh, for a month?
5: Yes, um, for the month of September, I spent living in our local shelter. Now, why
1: would you want to do that?
5: I am trying to raise money for the new shelter, so they gave me a four-by-seven kennel. Oh. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, so you spent at least 12 hours a day in there, huh?
5: Yes, I did.
1: And the other uh, the other 12 hours, your regular duties there at the shelter. What do you do at the shelter?
5: Um, actually, I'm a volunteer. I usually work in the office, but while I was living at the shelter, um, I cleaned cages, unfolded papers, walked animals, or more like the animals walked me. Mm.
1: Well, now, last week we talked Talked to Ed Sayers, and he—I he, don't know if you know who he is. He runs the New York ASPCA. Uh, SP, he used to run the San Francisco SPCA. Now their shelter, their uh, shelter is pretty nice. Each unit has a television and a, a fountain for the cats. It's pretty, pretty lush. Uh, better than a hotel, I would say. Yes. Is, is that the kind of situation you were in? Um, no. <laughs> no. Just a barren little.
5: Uh, Basically, concrete floors and a little cage. Mm. We don't have any uh, TVs or uh, carpet or anything.
1: So essentially, you were you were acting like a dog for a month.
5: Yes, I was. Yeah. Did anyone want to adopt you? Um, no, they couldn't come up with my adoption amount. Unfortunately, that's why I'm only in foster care now because they couldn't come up with the money to adopt me. Oh,
6: okay.
2: So did your family have to give you up for this time?
5: Yes, they relinquished ownership of me. Oh, oh. no! <laughs> to the shelter for thirty days, and I did didn't see my children for 30 days which i think was the hardest part of it all um but so it was it was pretty strange so did you have your own cage card yes i did have my own cage card that said i would bite if provoked <laughs> um that i was 7 years old that would be dog years <laughs> mm. <laughs> tell you, I've
1: done something similar, but it, it was not a month. It certainly, uh, that's a long time. I yeah. started to, to smell after about two weeks.
5: Um, yes, we do have um, a bath that we used for the dogs to clean them off, so I was able to take semi-showers, um, but it was it was interesting.
1: What, what did the city think?
5: The city thinks that I'm probably crazy but they understand how bad we need a new shelter and we are non profits so I'm just trying to come up with money.
1: Yeah, what's why do you need a new shelter? Tell us
2: about your shelter right now.
5: Okay. Right now our well is going dry. We only we have less than two years on our well. Our septic system is collapsing and basically our building is falling apart. Mm. So I just I really need a new place and they need a new home and um I just keep keep knocking on doors
2: (laughs) how many animals are there at the shelter
5: Right now, we currently we can house up to um, like eighty um, dogs and thirty five cats, and we are always full. We get four thousand animals that come through a year, and um, for for a small city, that's an enormous amount. And we go to huge lengths to get them, you know, placed. We do rescues and fosters and adoptions and bays and and everything. But it's a lot of animals that come through, and, and we just really we need a new place. We also need a place where we can get a clinic, so we. Can do our spay and neuters on um, on site.
1: So really the basics is what you're looking for. Right?
5: Yeah, I'm not looking for TVs and carpets. I'm just looking for a wonderful <laughs> building for my animals.
1: Sure, sure. How much money have you raised so far?
5: About $11,000. And you need uh, about $3 million? About $3 million.
1: Mm, Okay, so it's probably a few years down the line there. Are you going to do any more? Are uh, you going to live in the doghouse? No.
5: I don't think I'm going to live in the doghouse, however, we have discussed me going door-to-door in my cat outfit, Ooh. representing one of 4,000 animals who need a new home.
1: Yeah, how many doors are there in there in Marion, Indiana?
5: I, I don't know, but that are, there's a lot. <laughs> that could work. Yeah. It could
1: work. I'll tell you, if a cat came to my door and it wasn't Halloween, I would die. give him a 10 or a 20. <laughs> there you go. Well, Cheryl, if, if people want to help out, uh, how can they help out?
5: They can go to com. That's our website, and they get to hear about what we're doing, and they would be able to make a donation from there.
1: Oh, good. Good job. The, the website, one more time, is com. Of course, URLs to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Cheryl, good luck. Uh, let us know uh, if you do any other crazy stunts like that. <laughs> Keep up the good work. You're the best biophiliac we know. <laughs> okay,
2: you thank you. Can you explain what that word means? Oh, the biophiliac? Yeah, what does that mean? Oh, no, you got
1: to wait just uh, just a few more minutes. You see, this is what we call quarter-hour teases. Uh,
0: okay. Hold on, Cheryl. Okay. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
1: Pet Solution RX, a revolutionary 100% natural first aid treatment for pets. Pet Solution RX is the miracle water that heals everything from hot spots to insect bites. Available at local pet stores or visit www.earthsbalance.com. Dogs are cats, horse
6: or emu, animals. People too. A
7: popular street performer known as the Dog, Cat, Mouse Guy is happy to learn that charges against him have been dropped. Greg Pike was arrested by the Bisbee, Arizona police for loitering to beg and doing business without a license. He says he's a performance artist and his art consists of stacking his pets on top of each other. First there's Booger the dog, Kitty the cat, and Mousy the mouse. Pike does accept donations and that's where the police saw the problem. Friends raised $910 for his bail and accompanied him to the hearing where the attorneys agreed to drop the charges. I'd say the dog, cat, mouse guy definitely has an act that he has to stack in the right order.
2: Humphrey Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You probably have no
3: idea what it's like to be a hot, hairy dog with itchy skin. Thank dog there's relief. Pet Solution Rx, I'll always be loyal to
0: you. Instant relief for sensitive skin problems, hot spots, mange, insect bites, and more. 100% natural Pet Solution Rx at EarthsBalance.com.
3: Visit EarthsBalance.com for my sake. Whoa.
1: Another fine product from the makers of Doggone and Gee Whiz.
6: Oh. Oh, <laughs> looks like you caught me peeking in your bathroom closet. Hi, I'm Be Humane, star of Be Humane Go Shopping. Perhaps you've heard of me. You've got a lot of stuff that was tested on animals shampoo, cleaner, mascara. Did you know that some of these companies still test their products on animals? Throw this stuff out. <laughs> you see, you have a choice when buying your household and cosmetic products. You can make a difference for animals by only buying cruelty-free products. What? How do you know these products are cruelty-free? Request a free compassionate shopping guide from AAVS. To know which companies are cruelty-free, just call 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org and look for my movie, Be Humane, Go Shopping. Don't forget, 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org.
0: Scoop Free is the first litter box you can leave alone for weeks at a time with no scooping, cleaning, or refilling.
2: Scoop Free is a revolution in automatic litter boxes. Its disposable throwaway trays are filled with fresh step crystal litter that provide unbeatable odor control and are so convenient. After about 30 days per cat, just replace a disposable litter tray
6: and that's it. Just load it, leave it, and love it.
0: Available at select pet stores and at scoopfree.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network.
1: Talk with your animals, brought to you by Get Serious, stain, odor, and pheromone extractor. Remarking is the number one reason pets end up in shelters. Get Serious eliminates that problem. Available at PetSmart and online at GetSeriousProducts.com. Well, hi, Joy.
7: Hello, how How are you doing today?
1: Well, it is amazing. I, I don't know what it is. There must be a lot of people that want to talk to their pets today because the phones are ringing white hot today. one 405 8405 Who do we have on the phone with us?
5: This
4: is Sandy. Uh, hi, Sandy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you?
1: Very good. Where, are you, uh, where do you reside?
4: I reside in Sylvia, Washington.
1: Where in Washington.
2: Silverdale. 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 I've been up this. Yeah. Have you? Do you know where Silverdale is, Judy? Yes, because I was in Port Townsend briefly, and I think the nearest mall was Silverdale. So <laughs> you know where the malls are. I know where the malls are.
1: <laughs> yes, that's uh, Judy for you, who took her first daughter the day that she was. Uh, the day you were in labor, you actually got up from the hospital and went to the mall. Is that correct, Gina? Well, when
2: when when I took her out of the hospital when it was time for her to go home, we went to the mall first. We didn't. So the first thing she saw was a mall instead of a house. <laughs> so she, she's a big shopper and it's all my fault. And
1: there's a minute of your life you'll never get back. Joy, you uh maybe you could help Sandy out here.
7: Absolutely. Go. Sandy, who would you like to talk to today? Um his name is Mako. Spell that for As me.
5: He, is Mako is M A K O.
7: Okay, and what is Mako?
5: He's an English Mastiff.
7: Okay, so he's a dog? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and he's, I'm assuming, your puppy? Pardon? He's your puppy as compared to someone else's? Yes. Okay, and, oh, there he is. Hello. Okay, so, yes, what would you like to know from Mako?
5: Um, would like to know what his nasty dream was all about. <clears throat> Excuse me. What his nasty dream was about the other day.
7: Okay, so what did you actually see that makes you think it was a nasty dream? Um, He actually twitched his lips and snapped in the air. Okay, let me ask him about that. So hold on a minute. I have to take him back to that time. Okay, yes, he said yes, 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 yes. He remembers now, <laughs> and uh, he's a funny guy. He wants you to know that it actually had nothing to do that was bad or anything, as far as with the family. But he wants you to know that part of his, um, what we would call breeding, is Mm -hmm. to be a protector. And he was remembering another time when he was very much the protector and kind of dreaming about another time. Okay. And so that's what he was doing. He was protecting He was playing, I'm the big protector, and I'm going to bite something.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so me talking to him was fine, letting him know that I was here with him?
7: Yes, he said, yes, that
5: was fine. Okay, good. He
7: liked it. He said he was having fun in his dream, but that was okay, and he wants you to know it wasn't scary for him. Okay, good. He was just doing what comes naturally for him. Yeah. Okay, great.
1: There you go. I, yeah, I think it's always funny to watch our studio cat. will start twitching, and the mouth will start moving, <laughs> and they'll be asleep, of course. <laughs> and and sometimes
2: they cry.
1: Sometimes, yeah, they cry, and they're having some yeah. wild dreams. Of course, I can't remember my dreams from last night, so i don't about it. <laughs> Joy, thank you so much. If somebody wants to get in touch with you during the week, how may they do so?
7: They could do that by calling 425-867-1779, or by going through my website at talkwithyouranimals.com. And, of course...
1: An hour of joy every weekday at AnimalRadio.com. dot com. Joy, thanks so much for joining us, Sandy. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Hold on one second. Okay. Still to come, Anne Maria Lucas. Name sound familiar? Well, she's no stranger to Animal Radio.
2: Of oh, course, she's been on several times.
1: Yes, you 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 posted a picture over here of her.
2: <laughs> what do you mean? I posted.
1: Well, you hung that up over there just to confuse me. <laughs> I'm easily confused by pictures of beautiful women. She, of course, from. Uh, animal planets animal precinct and she'll be joining us in just a couple of minutes also we went to the phones a lot last week boy we had a lot of fun and we want to do that again 1-866-405-8405 for your questions your horror stories for a scoop free
2: litter perhaps Ooh, lucky winner
1: yeah, and if you already own a Scoop Free Litter, get this. We'll uh, hook you up with the cartridges for the Scoop Free Litter for your horror stories. Phones are going crazy already, huh? Yeah. Also, if you have a dog, I have some dog prizes for your dog horror stories. Remember, they got to have a good ending, okay? Animal Radio brought to you by BioSpot, premium flea and tick control products for dogs and cats. BioSpot, a great value and about one-third the cost of the leading veterinarian brands. BioSpot, available at your local pet store or visit www.biospot.com. Well, you've heard us talking about Get Serious, the pet stain odor and pheromone extractor for several months now, and how easily it removes carpet stains left from cat vomit. Now I want to talk to you about a problem dog owners face. It's called remarking. If your dog remarks, you might have thought about banishing him from the house, or worse, taking him to the shelter. You use other cleaners, but your dog keeps going back to the same spot. Don't blame your pet because you used a product that didn't get the job done. End the problem with Get Serious. Pheromones, they're something you can't smell. They draw them back to the same spot. Get Serious is the only product that totally extracts the pheromone so your pets won't be attracted back to Remark. Get Serious is recommended by rescue groups and veterinarians, and Get Serious keeps pets in homes and out of shelters. You can find Get Serious at PetSmart and in fine pet stores all over. Visit their website at GetSeriousProducts.com. Again, that's GetSeriousProducts.com.
4: Hi, this is
0: Dick Van Patten on Animal Radio. And be sure to state your pets. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network.
1: Animal Radio is brought to you by the American Anti Vivisection Society. Here, give me that script. <laughs> Did you know your common everyday purchases can make a difference for the animals? It, it really can. Get your free, did you say free? Yeah, free, free, compassionate shopping guide by calling the American Anti-Vivisection Society at 1-800-SAY-A-A-V-S. Now, I like to cook for my animals around uh, the holidays, especially if you're like me, use uh, a sugar substitute. I have some important news coming up in just a second here. Uh, also, we'll be going to the phones, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five 405 8405 with your questions. Anne Marie Lucas from Animal Planet, Animal Precinct. Uh, she's on, boy, what a job she has to go out and deal with uh, animal abusers. And...
2: Oh, yeah, and she does a good job. She's not intimidated by the big bad guy.
1: No, nope, she sure isn't. And let's see. Okay, well, I know, I know they're on either line one or two.
2: <laughs> yeah, but 50-50 chance. Come on, I'm not going to tell you.
1: Well, there's no doubts that our canines will want to, uh, you know, be involved with the Halloween, at least uh, at least look over the goodies that we <laughs> bring home. Dig uh,
2: through the bag, yeah,
1: yeah. We know that's not so good, but there, there comes even worse news, that some of this sugar substitute that we've heard about, uh, in particular xylitol, could be dangerous for your dog.
2: Wow.
1: And we have Dr. Sharon Gwaltley-Brant on the phone with us. Hi, doctor, how are you doing?
8: I'm doing great, thanks.
1: Now, what is this? Tell us, what's the deal? The sub- well, is this all substitute? or just this particular substitute? No,
8: it's just the xylitol. Um, turns out the dogs' bodies handle xylitol quite differently than human bodies do. And um, in people, xylitol makes a very good uh, artificial sweetener sugar substitute, I should say, mm-hmm. um, because we don't, absor- we don't absorb it real well, and what we do absorb doesn't cause any changes in our blood sugar levels. But in dogs, for some reason, xylitol is absorbed well, and it, it triggers in, uh, release of insulin from the pancreas, mm-hmm. and the insulin then subsequently drops the blood sugar to dangerously low levels. And again, this is kind of a species difference thing that we definitely don't expect to see in people, but we, we do know for sure occurs in dogs.
1: What about other species like felines?
8: Well, the, we don't know about cats. There was a lot of research done on xylitol many years ago that did, did, documented this that dogs had this unusual response to it, but they never used they never did any studies in cats. So we really don't know where cats uh, um, are. We do know that cows and horses handle xylitol very similar to people in that they don't wouldn't have an issue with it. But cats, we do not know. No one's done those studies
2: what are the most common products that you'll find xylitol in
8: well many sugar free gums because again in humans uh, xylitol can be uh, kind of cavity fighting Um, many of sugar-free products um, are now going over from some of the other sugar substitutes to xylitol. So we'll see them in sugar-free baked goods. One of the things about xylitol is you can actually use it in baked goods and many of the other sweeteners. um, If you try and use them, they'll break down during the baking process and lose their sweetening. So uh, that makes xylitol very popular. But probably the most common call we get is the sugar-free gums because many, many of them do contain xylitol.
2: How much does it take for a dog to consume before it becomes life-threatening?
8: Well, it depends on the, um, the let's say, for instance, the sugar-free gum, the amount of xylitol in that it can vary quite considerably, but the sugar-free gums that contain 70% xylitol, it would only take two pieces of gum in about a uh, 20-pound dog before we'd start seeing significant and potentially life-threatening lowering of the blood sugar level.
2: Are the effects reversible?
8: Uh, Well, yes, we get get them into the veterinarian. The veterinarian can administer intravenous glucose glucose to get their blood sugar level back up. Um, We have had a few dogs that um, have subsequently developed some very severe liver problems um, after ingesting the xylitol, and in that case, since we're still not sure exactly why that's happening, um, we're not real sure how to prevent that, but certainly monitoring um, the liver during that time is very important to make sure we don't end up with some secondary liver problems.
2: What are some of the signs or symptoms I should be looking for in my dog that he has ingested this?
8: Okay, after they've ingested the xylitol and again depending on what what it was in, for instance, with the sugar-free gums, we find that we can sometimes see signs immediately, almost within 30 to 60 minutes, or sometimes the signs may be delayed several hours, and I mm-hmm. think it's a, a matter of how much xylitol actually leaches out of the gum during that time. Um, so, but in situations where animals have eaten, say, baked goods baked with xylitol, we can see signs within 30 minutes, and those signs are uh, the animal will appear to become a little bit disoriented, they may appear weak, will start noticing some muscle tremors, and then if their blood sugar drops low enough they can actually start to seizure. Wow.
1: And this affects dogs of all weights, of course, at uh, different levels, right?
8: Right. Well, it's, you know, it's the, the key component to toxicology is the dose makes the poison. So sure. the amount of xylitol they eat based on their body size. Um, so a bigger dog would obviously have to eat more before we'd see a problem, whereas a small dog wouldn't have to eat nearly as much.
2: Is this something new?
8: Um, it's Well, like I said, they did the studies years ago to find out that there was this unusual um, are a different reaction for dogs with the xylitol um, I think the reason we're just we've just recently in the past several years noticed it is that more and more products are having xylitol included in them and in the past xylitol wasn't commonly put in uh, a lot of things in this country it was used very it's used very uh, widely in Europe and in Japan but in this country um, it just hasn't been used that much
2: will you find that on labels of items
8: yes you can look on the label and the ingredients and xylitol should be listed as one of the um, uh, ingredients. And, and what's interesting for us or a little frustrating for us is that some of the manufacturers of some of these products are switching from one sugar uh, sugar replacement to another. So mm-hmm. while six months ago maybe it had maltitol in there as a sweetener, now it has xylitol. So every time we get a call, we usually ask the uh, the, the Owners, if they can read, if they have stuff of the packaging, can you verify the ingredients here? Because the one I have says it doesn't have xylitol. Because we want to make sure uh, that we don't you know, overlook a, a potential problem.
2: So it's not all artificial sweetener.
8: No, it's strictly the xylitol, and it's, it's xylitol is spelled with an X, so it's X Y L I T O L. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, um, it is—it's the only sugar substitute that we know has any problems in dogs.
1: You say that you see a bunch of cases like this. How many have you seen?
8: Well, um, we've had... Basically, the question is, how many have we had calls on where we've actually had clinical signs?
1: Um, How serious is the
2: problem?
8: um, It can potentially be life-threatening. We have had dogs that have died, either in seizures or subsequently from liver damage. Um, Probably overall, as far as symptomatic animals, this year we've had well over 100 cases called into the Poison Control Center.
2: Uh, Do you see more of this around Halloween and the holidays with all the baking and things going on?
8: Uh, you know I don't know that we've actually looked at that in general our calls on baked goods and such do go up around the holidays you know from about the middle to end of October and through all the way through Christmas
1: This this leads me to my next question yeah. I want to bake something that I can eat myself that I can share with my dog mm-hmm. what are some of the best sweeteners still to use that we can use with our dog I know there's chocolate substitutes like what is it carob, carob?
8: Uh-huh. Yeah well, in general, I guess I don't, I don't actually um, encourage a lot of sh- feeding of sweetened, sweetened products to dogs. They probably do better without the sugar, but sure. certainly sugar is fine. Um, any of the other artificial sweeteners would not be a problem. We just do want to stay away from the xylitol. Um, and uh, as far as using chocolate substitutes i don't want to do anything that gives my dog an impression that chocolate is okay to eat because okay. chocolate can be so dangerous in dogs and if, if we develop a taste for it they'll go out actively searching for it mm. and that could be a problem when someone sends you a package of um of chocolates in, wrapped up for christmas sure. and you stick it under the christmas tree and you have no idea there's chocolate in there but your dog sure does <laughs>
1: Dr. Uh, Sharon Qualley, Brad, joining us. Thank you so much for uh, this important news. You're very welcome. This time of year can be fun for the animals, but it can be very dangerous with everything that's out, uh, especially around Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas. Christmas.
2: Boy, it just doesn't end, does it?
1: Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to disclude. Look that word up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> huh?
1: We want to include our pets in all the fun. So we got to be very, very careful. Remember, keep them away from the chocolates. Chocolate is very, very poisonous, if you don't know that, for your uh, your dogs, your canines, and your cat, especially the unsweetened type. Anne Marie Lucas from Animal Planet's Animal Precinct. She's just right around the corner. But first, your phone calls one 405 8405 next.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Clive Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Please, please remember to spay and see your pet.
6: I'm Margaret Jenkins, and I breed and train dogs for people who are sight impaired. Our owners rely on our dogs, and I rely on Biospot. These dogs, they help guide their owners through everyday life so they don't have time to scratch because of fleas and ticks. In the 20 years I've been doing this, I have tried a lot of products. And I've found that BioSpot is as effective as what I used to get at my vet. But it's available at my local pet store. And it's guaranteed to work.
0: BioSpot is simple, providing many breeds of dogs and cats with relief without constant applications.
6: BioSpot is really effective. One application keeps pets free of fleas and ticks and even mosquitoes for up to four years. Weeks and it kills flea eggs and larvae for up to
0: four months. BioSpot is also a great value. It's about a third the cost of leading veterinarian brands and it's guaranteed to work with all sizes and breeds of dogs and cats or your money back.
6: These dogs have to be at their best, so I rely on the best BioSpot.
0: Go to BioSpot.com today. It's the choice of professionals. friendly magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for Kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Woof! Do not adjust your station. That's not static. It's a dozen dogs who got the number two flea control product just one week ago, and they're already scratching away. Now hear this. Silence. The sound of a dozen dogs who used Frontline Plus four weeks ago. So, which dogs would you rather have in a cramped radio booth with you? Hey, give me back my shoe! Frontline Plus. It's waterproof and kills fleas fast all month long. Say goodbye to fleas and ticks. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. one
1: 405 h 405 Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Deirdre. Hi, Deirdre. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Where are you calling from?
4: I'm calling from South Lake Tahoe,
8: California.
1: Beautiful South Lake Tahoe. We get oh, up there is. Uh, once a year. Now, is it is it snowing
8: yet? No. Well, it snowed last week, but... We're good today. (laughs) Good today,
1: like an Indian summer. What can we do for you?
8: Well, I was wondering if I could win the Dog on Board game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm a preschool teacher, and one of the big things that I do is teach my children through the year about animals and animal care and how not to be afraid of animals. And I think that sounds great for my well, class.
1: first of all, thank you so much for teaching our children at such a young age. How old are your students? Uh, three to
8: five. Three to
1: five years old. Wow. So very important yeah. that they learn at a young age. Because if they don't, they could end up, you don't yeah. want to know. But you teach them at a young age. This is uh, We will absolutely give you a board game. And I also want to just reward you for just being a good person all around. Do you have any pets at home?
8: Oh, yes. I have two beautiful golden retrievers. What are their names?
1: Uh, Daisy and Dusty. Daisy and Dusty will pick up some uh, toys that we'll pull out of the prize closet here at Animal oh, Radio, okay? Oh, they it. Thank you. And uh, for you, we'll try to find a book or something, okay? I'm loading <laughs> thank her down. This so is much. funny because Judy just brought me to the office the other day. She said, stop giving out <laughs> stuff. You're giving out too much stuff. <laughs> Ever since she said that, I've actually gone crazy and given out more stuff.
8: <laughs> Hold on well, one second. second thank you so much.
1: Thanks for listening to Animal Radio, Deidre. Oh, sure. Thanks. See, I'm just keeping the closets clean for you. I
2: know. Well, see, it's reverse psychology. I want the closets empty, so I tell you, don't give anything away. And look at it now. It's clean. It's almost empty.
1: One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 866 405 8405 Help us finish this off. <laughs> anne Lucas from Animal Precinct up next right here on Animal Radio. You lucky devil. Don't go anywhere.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more.
4: Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio.
0: Preventing pain, fear and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio Network.
1: Well, we kicked off this hour with uh, NBC's Jillian Michaels. And uh, we're going to end this hour with Animal Planets, Animal Precinct, our very special friend, uh, Anne-Marie Lucas. Again, Judy, you know, we, I, I can never remember which lines any of these guests are on. And they're all, by the end of this show, they're all ringing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no, I'm supposed to tell you. Okay, she's on two.
1: Hi, Anne-Marie. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: Very good. Animal Planets, Animal Precincts, Anne-Marie Lucas, No Stranger in Animal Radio, joining us uh, for a Dr. Shelter Month. How are you doing?
9: I'm fine, thank you. Now,
1: Adopt a Shelter Month, of course, that's a nationwide event. What are you guys doing over there at the ASPCA?
9: Well, we're promoting um, Adopt a Shelter Dog Month. Uh So we're... We're asking people to go to their local Humane Society or SPCA or rescue group and adopt a dog because they certainly, certainly need good homes. There are 8 to 12 million dogs, unfortunately, who end up uh, in animal shelters all across the country every year. And, unfortunately, over 60% of those dogs are euthanized. Um, So that's a large number. We certainly want to reduce that number and, and, uh, and encourage people to go to their local animal shelter. Now, why
1: should this be any different than any other month?
9: You know what? I'm not sure. We just sort of deemed it that way. We thought it would be a great way to bring attention to adopting a shelter dog month. We hope that every month people go to shelters and adopt a dog, but we certainly want to bring special attention. Um, October's right before the holidays, and um, it's far enough away from the holidays where people really make the decision wisely, and it's not an impulse sort of situation where you run into your local animal sh- shelter or your pet shop, which, by the way, I wanted to talk about briefly. Okay. Um, buying puppies from pet stores is something that we're discouraging strongly at the ASPCA. Um, a lot of people see these beautiful puppies in the pet store and they are adorable and they deserve homes. But if you think about the life of misery that the parents who bred that puppy live in, it's just horrendous. And if, I think if people knew where these puppies come from and the life of misery that the parents lead, they would think twice because these dogs, the breeding parents, are kept in the most uh Ridiculous and horrendous situations where they're in wire cages, they don't get exercise or sunlight, they don't see the light of day, they don't play, uh, they don't have proper food, water, nutrition. Uh, they're in unsanitary cages, and they, it's just really, really a horrible situation.
1: And oftentimes those animals can be unhealthy. When you Absolutely. take them home, you'll find out several months later that they're... Uh, alien from something
9: sure, because the people who breed these dogs don 't care about the health of of the adults or the puppies. All they want to do is turn a profit quickly um, and if they put attention and time and medical care into their dogs, then that 's cutting into their profit, so they certainly just want to pump them out and get them to the stores and uh, and let the the unsuspecting buyer deal with it, which is really unacceptable
2: yeah, absolutely. yeah, and if you Take one of these puppies from a store just encourages them to fill its spot and have more puppies. So, you why not s-
1: save a life instead, you know?
2: Well, that's our point. Um, There are so many wonderful dogs at animal
9: shelters. Do you know that one in four dogs at an animal shelter is a purebred? Wow. So if you have your heart set on a purebred, try your shelter first. Maybe go on the web and check for a breed rescue. Most purebreds have a breed rescue. Or if you want to go to a breeder, um, go to a responsible breeder. And a responsible breeder will always let you meet the parents of that puppy. They'll invite you to their house or wherever they... They have their breeding facility, and they will invite you in and see where the puppies are bred and where they're raised. That's very, very important.
2: Well, I've heard some concerns about getting a dog from a breed rescue because people think that there is something wrong with the dog, either behavior problems. They don't understand that these animals, perhaps uh, their guardian has passed away or just for yes. different circumstances. These aren't necessarily bad dogs. These are adoptable dogs. They're purebreds looking for homes.
9: Absolutely. You know, dogs just end up in, in, in sad situations and people, unfortunately, don't make arrangements for their animals um, when they pass. Or maybe someone's moving. I mean, that's a very common excuse right. that people get rid of their animals is they can't take care of them anymore because they got a new apartment and, and the new apartment doesn't take animals. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times the, the dogs um, are a little bit older. Uh, from Breed Rescue, which is fine. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? An older dog is a great dog, just like a puppy. And they require less attention for that initial uh, introduction.
1: They're seasoned.
9: (laughs) Yes. And you know what you're getting, which is always a great thing. Right. Um, I just recently um, rescued, actually, my husband is a New York City detective, rescued a little chihuahua. I have her sitting on my lap right now. Oh, really? Um, She was from a domestic violence situation where um, the woman literally just handed her to my husband in the middle of the night and said, please take her. Um, She's in danger here, which was very responsible of the woman. But my point was, she's two and a half years old.
8: Now, when I got her,
9: I know exactly what kind of dog she is. I know her temperament. I know the way she responds to me already. Um, Very little training involved. Um, She's housebroken. Um, So I got a great little dog. Wow. Are you going to take her trick-or-treating? Sure. I haven't decided what she's going to be yet.
1: (laughs) Don't have that costume picked out yet, huh?
9: (laughs) Not yet. I thought maybe a little pig would be really
2: cute.
1: That sounds good. We, we still haven't figured out where we're going to take the studio cats as. We think we're going to put them in a little... Uh,
2: One of those pet strollers. Yeah. And cows going to push him around with a bag so he can get some candy. Well,
1: wow, we got to take advantage of this here.
2: No oh. chocolate. Of yeah. course. And uh,
1: that's, that's so important this time of year that you don't... You have fun with the animals, but don't yeah. let them... It can be very dangerous at Halloween, not only uh, with totally. a chocolate, but uh, you're taking your animal out. Uh, when it's dark and you're mm-hmm. crossing streets and people look unfamiliar and they look freaky, uh, so you gotta you gotta be a little more careful when you go out this Halloween, huh?
9: Great point. Absolutely, I couldn't have said it better.
1: Okay, Anne Marie Lucas, thanks so much for joining us today. Of course, we want to encourage people to visit aspca.org, the uh, ASPCA website. And you know, I'm just looking at our last time you were on was almost a year ago. I hope it won't That's be that long. Way
9: too long. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, we want to thank Jillian Michaels for joining us this hour. There's lots more next hour. Also, Anne-Marie Lucas, thank you so much. Both of them like sisters. (laughs) We're taking your horror stories all week long. You can either call us at 1-866-405-8405, or you can head over to the website at animalradio.com and hit the pink scoop-free icon on the front page and submit your stories.
2: But we want stories that have happy endings.
1: Yeah, they need to have good endings. Horror stories with good endings. We just don't want to be bummed out, and I don't think (laughs) you do. All for great prizes. Lots more of Animal Radio at AnimalRadio.com if you get a pet this week.
2: Please spay or neuter.
1: And like you just heard, if you want a certain breed, please...
2: Go to a breed rescue or go to your local shelter.
1: And if you decide to get a cat...
2: Which Halloween cat? Yes. Yes, even a black cat. Well, I don't know. I don't think they adopt them at this time of the year. But I think they're holding back. But if you do, please don't declaw.
1: So many alternatives to decline. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio on this fine station. Have a great week.
2: Bye bye.
0: This is Animal Animal. Radio
2: Network.